Welcome to Made It Happen podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Hafling. Made It Happen is a podcast series highlighting female founders who took a chance and launched their own business. This is our We Rise segment in partnership with Rise Windsor Essex, where we will be bringing you stories of local female entrepreneurs in the Windsor Essex area, sharing their stories of how they built their business and how they made it happen. Thank you so much for joining me here today, Andrea, and I'm so excited to hear about your journey as an entrepreneur and more about your business. So thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. This is actually my first podcast interview, so it's kind of cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, I mean, I'm definitely excited then. And how about we start off with having you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your business? Sure. So um, my name is Andrea Descarga. I've uh, always been a firm believer in creating your own opportunities. Um, so, I mean, since the earliest I can remember, I've always been uh, interested in creating like new things. And like I went to school uh, for business marketing and I just was, I remember just like sitting in like those classes and I was like, oh God, like there's so many ideas that I have. And it's just like, I'm bursting at the seams to really like execute them and, you know, try all these things. But anyway, so I, um, I've had plenty of experience before in like sales, uh, commercial property management, so many things. And here we are, everything that has happened that I never understood at the time has led me to Ecovana now, which I'm so grateful for. It started really with uh, my love for e-commerce when I was 17. So I don't even know what year that would be. I'm 30 now. And yeah, I attempted trying to sell bathing suits. I came out with my own like brand is like, oh, it's like for like bathing suits made out of recycled materials when I was 17. And um, that's before uh, there was like a, you know, an increase in like seeing a lot of more e-commerce companies arise. And it was, I don't know, 200, I put in like $250 at the time. That was a big deal to me investing. <laughs> I look at that now and I'm like laughing, but um, yeah, I, I I always loved e- the idea of e-commerce and being able to, you know, work remotely or create like a brand of some sort. So that kind of flopped because I, my life went in a different direction and um, it all just happened the way it did. And yeah, that's where it led to today. And also having a, a lot of experience in waste management, that really, really uh, put things to light for me. So I, obviously from the very beginning, like as a child, like I loved saving animals and I was all about the planet. And then that just working in the waste management industry and like seeing all of the garbage and literally being on top of like amount of like garbage bags, uh, sorry, um, plastic bags was just like a really eye opener for me um, to really look for a solution. It was more about finding a solution. Uh, I just didn't know at the time, maybe like five years into it or, you know, um, how was I going to fix this problem or if I'm ever going to fix it? And I had another business that was a side hustle. It was in the event industry. There, the pandemic hit um, in March 20, oh my God, 2020. And uh, yeah, I was just sitting like on the couch and I was like, okay, I, I really have nothing to do. And this is driving me insane. Like I don't even have like, I have nothing to do. And I just couldn't sit there. So come June, like I was thinking about uh, starting an e-commerce company for quite some time. Well, before that, I think it was, it goes a year and a half before uh, June, 2020. 
And I said, okay, so I think that this is like a sign for me to now start and launch the e-commerce company for, you know, single-use plastics. It actually originally also started from, I went to a trade show once and they had these compostable like clamshells. And I've never seen that before. Like I went there and I was like, are you kidding me? There are so many takeout containers that I saw like in the recycling company um, just go to landfill. And I was like, this is great. So you need to tell me that this clamshell, this takeout container is 100% compostable. And then they even had straws. The straws just blew my mind because at the time, I don't know if you remember, there was like a video of like a turtle with like the straw in the nose. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So that thing like blew up at the time. And then when I saw that, it was like a eureka moment. I'm like, oh my God, we got to like save the turtles and all these things. Um, It was called, uh, I started like a Facebook, like all the social media stuff. It was called Canadian Eco Products. I didn't actually register. It was kind of like the little brand that I was kind of building. And then, yeah, like I said, from there, like I used that platform and changed it to Ecovana and it was going to be um, a solution for, um, I guess, the average consumer to eliminate single-use plastics. So yeah, the rest is history. Yeah, well, I mean, it definitely sounds like you've, you've always had that entrepreneurial spirit. So I love that, you know, it really came all together with, you know, your passion for the environment and, and business part. And so do you want to tell us a little bit, you know, for anyone who maybe um, a little bit about your business and sort of, you know, it's definitely geared around um, eco-friendly products, but a little bit about the business that you did start for the e-commerce. Yeah. So we initially started off with like six products. Like we had like the tote bags. I don't even know if we have these products now. I can't, I can't remember at the top of my head, uh, tote bags. And we had reusable uh, rice husk cups. We still have some of those. Um, so just a lot of like the common eco-friendly products. And then we got into shampoo bars because I was like, okay, where can we, where else can we eliminate plastic? Because people were asking about it. And it was the first time I heard about shampoo bars. And I was like, oh, maybe I should like look into this. Like, how can we make something like that or bring this to the community of like Windsor? And from there, we just, I don't even know how we ended up where we are today. But um, yeah, it, it was the shampoo bars that really took it, like, you know, started flying off the, the shelves, I guess. And uh, it started to make me think about okay, now people are asking me because I'm always asking about feedback. It's always an engaging conversation with like our audience. See, what is it that you need? How can we help you in your household? We don't want to just serve like one type of person. Of course, it's good to have like, you know, your target market, your demographic. But I mean, we want to be able to like help people throughout their sustainable journey. And uh, we started looking into like personal care products because I'm sure you know yourself, you walk into shoppers or, you know, um, you go get your um, makeup remover, uh, body wash, all of that, toothpaste, you name it. Like we're using that so much on a monthly basis almost. So uh, we narrowed down now to eco-conscious uh, personal care products. We're just in the stage right now of growing. <laughs> we're experiencing some good growing pains, but uh, yeah, we're we're just growing our line of personal care products. So that's where we're at <laughs> in terms of uh, our products. 
Yeah. And that, I mean, that definitely makes sense. And I think that, you know, it's such a great sort of initiative that is there because I think, like you said, all of those aspects are so important and sort of reducing waste in any way that we can. And, um, you know, you talked about there too, good growing pains, um, which, you know, for business owners is always, it, it, there's always sort of those challenges you overcome. And has there sort of been a big challenge that, you know, you've really had to overcome with your business um, since it's launched? Oh, yeah. I'm, you know what, this is a great question, Sarah, because I'm experiencing this right now and I'm just going to vent because right now uh, the good growing pain is, hey, we're growing, you know, there's demand for the product, um, you know, on wholesale sites and all that stuff. But it's just, I'm only one person. I have my mother that helps me and it's just been difficult to, you know, find people to work with. Um, we don't want to just hire anybody. It's not like just a job too. Um, Ecobana is a brand we're really trying to create this ecosystem and um, you know a road of opportunity for other people that join the team to uh, grow. Uh, we don't want to just stick someone in production and be like you're just going to be stuck there, you know, in production. You're just going to help out make these products. We want to create, or I should say, I really envision having Ecobana grow uh, long term. And I don't believe that I can grow this company if I don't have the right people working with me. Um, so I think it's very important, even as small as like starting off with uh, someone in production, that we kind of groom these people from the very beginning to help us grow. So definitely experiencing some pain points, uh, being able to grow the team right now. I don't know how it's going to go. I think I got to, you know, talk to people or just figure it out. But um, yeah, so right now, I definitely say one of our growing pains and biggest challenges right now is growing the team. Um, so yeah, that's, I don't know what we're going to do. We'll figure, I'll figure it out one way or another. I mean, I've grown another company before and it went, it went from there. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's definitely something a lot of businesses and, and small businesses in general too, during this time are definitely struggling with. So I think a lot of people can definitely relate to that. And on the other side, you know, like you said, it is, it is growing, which is great to see. And has there been sort of a really big sort of success moment or highlight that stands out to you from starting the business? Yeah. Um, signing that commercial lease in May, uh, that was like, I, like, I'm, it usually takes a lot for me to actually be like, oh my God, like so scary. We usually, I, I see a challenge. I'm like, yeah, let's, let's see what's on the other side. Um, and then, you know, what's the worst that could happen. But when, you know, you put your pen on the paper and it's like, Hey, put down this much money. And it's like, you don't know where your business will be in like, you know, a year or two or three from now. And you're signing the commitment of having like, the space and all that, um, it, it's a bit scary, but, um, I remember the night before signing it, I did not even like sleep. Like I didn't even sleep. It was just the scariest moment. I don't know why it was the scary moment because I look back at it now. I mean, since May only a couple months, but, um, it was definitely what we needed at the time because we were definitely like growing out of my house. My family was so frustrated with me. We live in like a three bedroom home and there's more than enough space for like three little women to, you know, do our thing. But it started off with just like my small office space and have this little shelf with a bunch of products on. And yeah, it was like a those plastic shelves from like Canadian Tire and you're just storing products on there with like bins from the dollar store, just one bin for like one product. 
And as products started pouring in, especially around Christmas time last year, I'll never forget that there was product and boxes and like production all over in this house. And like my mom was like just tiptoeing around everything. The, our, di- our dining table was like my like workspace because for some reason the internet didn't really uh, connect very well upstairs in the office. So yeah, the, the dinner table was like my co-office table where I would get everything done. And there was just no room for anything. And like, imagine trying to make deodorant and, you know, a bunch of product in your main household kitchen space while your mom's trying to make dinner. Like, it's just not, it was just not realistic. So um, as scary as it was, you know, uh, signing that lease and everything, I think every day we bet on ourselves anyway, right? especially owning a business like we don't know what to expect and I just started focusing more on uh, the outcome rather than like you know what the problem today or just you know just working on the company as a whole and just remembering like okay what is my goal why am I here I have to do this like hurrah chant every now and then when I catch myself like slipping and questioning or doubting myself um, and then I just snap out of it right away. And I'm like, okay, I, I got this. This is going to be fine, you know? Um, and it really does help that our audience, again, is like totally like supportive. Like they understand, you know, the nature of being a small business. You don't have like every, like several different people in different departments to help. Um, so yeah, I'd say that was like one of the biggest obstacles so far. Because what? Yeah, growing, growing pains, I guess, again. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it's and it's definitely exciting, though, you know, going into the, the store space. And, you know, like you said, you actually get to interact with the customers and um, have that sort of face to face interaction. And you talked about there, too, you know, you have such a supportive audience and supporters yeah. around you. And do you want to tell us a little bit about, you know, building that audience and customer base and sort of how you went about that? Oh, yeah, I love them. Like, I don't even know some of the people like I've never even met some of these people personally. But like, they're constantly like rooting me on saying you got this, they'll send me paragraphs of like, a time in their life where they struggled and like, you know, just words of encouragement. So I absolutely love them. Like, I don't, I'm not even close with some of my friends like this. And they're pretty supportive. So it's awesome. I'd say that like, I've had I built a community first like when it came to followers I didn't just go and like try and gain a bunch of followers on Instagram um I actually talked to every single one of the couple hundred people first to build that relationship and it kind of grew from there um so yeah just I started these relationships and then it grew and then one person told another word of mouth started growing and now I kid you not like I am not by any means a doctor or like a skin care specialist, but I get like random calls from time to time or people showing up up at my house from, you know, different like demographics that I would never expect. I would buy my products. They'll call me and tell me about their skull problems, their hair problems and all of these things. So now like I've totally like educated myself on how to answer those questions. Um, So yeah, it's just word of mouth. A friend of a friend told me, Um, I'm calling because I heard about your shampoo bars or something of that nature. So it's really great to see, you know, where our, where our audience has uh, grown and especially uh, the pop-up markets really did help too. So I was able to engage with, you know, some people that I've never met before. 
And yeah, it just kind of grew from there. So I, I really feel like we've built an Ecovana community with, you know, only a couple thousand people. But uh, I, I'm not focused on, you know, hitting like a million followers. We don't have to hit that. Let's just focus on changing the lives of the people that we have right now. And yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I feel like I have like an Ecovana family. So I feel like I'm a totally different person when I go on stories for like Ecovana Instagram versus like my personal one. I'm so shy actually. But with my Ecovana audience, I feel like I'd be, I can be like so real and genuine about the, you know, daily problems or uh, just being very open. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I I think too, before you'd mentioned how, you know, you were all about seeing what their problems are and how you can solve those problems with your products instead of, you know, being just bringing in things that you think. And so I think having that feedback is is definitely really important too. And I, I love that, you know, there is that community there. Um, And, you know, you talked a, a bit about there too, you know, some of the challenges that have happened and like successes. And if you had any advice for someone who's maybe thinking of starting a business right now uh, what would that be I'd have to say don't ever don't overthink things you know don't just don't overthink it because for me I find that um I know there's different like personality types like you know where you got to sit there and like my fiance so like logical he's a very practical man so he'll sit there and pull apart every single thing before actually executing or taking an action plan whereas I'm just like I have an idea. I'm going to go do it. going to see how it goes, which maybe isn't always good. But for the most part, if you have an idea, I'd say just go for it. Don't sit on it for a long time and don't ever be afraid to, you know, put out a product there that you're still not maybe hundred percent about always get feedback because that's honestly, I, that is how I grew is I constantly asked for feedback and like have this open door policy of like, Hey, like if you don't like the shampoo bar or not that we you know, ever had any like bad reviews, thankfully. Um, but I always ask, like, give me your honest opinion. Like, how's it been like for you? And then, you know, if they don't like it for whatever reason, we always have like a 30 day, uh, guarantee policy, which no one's ever used, thankfully again. But, um, yeah, I'd say definitely just go for it. Don't be afraid to just jump in and get your feet wet your audience, um, you know, if they're authentic, then they're going to tell you, you know, Hey, just by the way, here's some feedback. This is my experience and be open to it. Um, don't ever take things personal, just constantly grow. And, uh, yeah. So, Mm -hmm. well I think that's definitely great great advice and and like you said I think a lot of the times you can think about things for so long but until you actually you know dive in and try it out you'll never really know so I think that's great advice for anyone looking to start a business and um you know I know there's a lot going on in your business right now and some future plans coming up so is there anything you'd like to share along that yeah so future plans like I know we have the shop it was supposed to just be like a pickup pick a point and everything but now we're going to be able to showcase everything and I have room <laughs> I can think um but our future plans would be to uh aim for large like corporations to have them like tackle especially from like my background of waste management and everything like I've seen how much waste these large corporate companies put in like you know hotels and everything so I really want to aim at that uh type of industry like hotels like I, I every single time you go to a hotel you have like the bottled shampoo and conditioner that just makes your hair feel like waxy and then you turn it around and it says okay made in china and all this stuff and i'm like okay 
like how is this like possible and then this you know hotel chain has like a sustainability like uh goal and everything it's like how are you doing that if you have all this single-use plastic stuff so i'd like to aim for hotel chains like large corporations and also expand like production once we could figure out this one that we're in right now but hopefully move to a 5,000 square foot warehouse where we can have production and like have like a creative team as well too, like an office space. So it's a really, I don't know if it's a really big goal, but uh, I really hope we hit it in the next five years going at the speed that we're at right now. I think we'll do just fine, but yeah, hopefully uh, open up some more Ecovana shops throughout um, Windsor, sorry, throughout Canada and USA. Um, like in the Michigan area would be nice because been there several times and I don't see any like they're not sustainable uh, sustainable compared to Canadians so I'd like to kind of dip into that market um, while still focusing on um, the personal care products for sure for the average uh, consumer so yeah Mm -hmm. well that's definitely so exciting and I can't wait to you know see all those all those future plans you know Mm -hmm. happening throughout the next couple years Uh, and before we wrap up I'd love to just do a quick sort of rapid fire question round um, so you can just say sort of the first thing that comes to your mind okay so (laughs) owning your own business means being on a roller coaster I don't know (laughs) um being able to uh create your own opportunity and uh, really just live your dream on a blank canvas, like paint the picture you want on that blank canvas. Love that. Mm-hmm. One word to describe your business. Community. For Someone sure. you look up to. There's so many people, but I definitely have to say my mother. Like she's not business savvy at all. She works in the healthcare industry, but I mean, her work ethic, I truly admire. She helps me all the time. And like on the days where I'm just like frustrated with like, uh, with like, you know, one of the products or something, cause it's honestly like a whole science behind it. And when I'm frustrated with it, my mom's like, no, 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 keep going, keep going. Like you can't give up. Like, why would you ever like, you know, you got to keep going, test this, test that. And like, so she really pushes me. So I definitely say my mother, again, even though she's not she doesn't give me like business advice or anything, but just the fact that she's always like, you know, when there's a will, there's a way you always have to find a way to do something. Um, and just serving, you know, our audience and making sure that I'm always giving like the best customer service when she's at pop-ups. I love bringing her, but sometimes she's just a bit too much. And she'll be like, there's someone <laughs> like someone will be like 20 feet away. And she's like, you gotta say hi. You gotta say hi. I'm like, mom, they haven't even passed by me yet. She's like, say hi. That's rude. I'm like, mom, of course, like <laughs> just say hi. So yeah, my, definitely my mother, 100%. So I love that. <laughs> um, a female owned business. There are so many good ones at the top of my head. Just when you asked that question, there was like 20 that like popped into my head. But I'd have to say locally, I'm going to, I'm going to support someone locally here. Courtney Stewart from Be the Good Kind. Uh, she actually owned uh, No Me and Sibs. And now she's, um, the business has uh, made a change. And now uh, they sell, um, you know, those like lunch boxes. Um, mm-hmm. So just, I really admire her and the way that she's pivoted her business to made the change. And she's just, she's definitely a go-getter. Like I've met her a few times and 
she just has that energy that I like, she's a mom of like two and she's just always on her hustle. And I totally respect that. Um, I hope I'm, you know, I could have that same energy when I'm a mom too. But I mean, um, just as an entrepreneur, I think she's definitely like a really good energy and she's a go-getter for sure. So I totally admire her work ethic um, and building and how she's built her brand. So mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Um, a book you'd recommend? So I actually don't read a whole ton of books. I do read a lot of faith-based books. Um, but I, uh, I had a, I have a book, the one book that I have, it's called, uh, Anxious for Nothing by John MacArthur. I truly love that book. Again, it's faith-based as a Christian. Um, I totally love that book because on my worst days, I promise you that's the first thing that I'm picking up. I just love it so much because there's so many like scenarios that it kind of gives and, you know, really puts things into perspectives for someone that's struggling with, you know, um, having doubt in themselves or um, just feeling anxious really about, you know, these like worldly things of, can I, can I get this uh, vinyl decal on the window? Like I was, oh my God, the devil in me just came out when I was trying to put on some stuff for the store shop. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. I want to throw the towel in. I just hate myself. Like, this is terrible. Like, anyways, but yeah, no, totally anxious for nothing by Rob MacArthur. It's my favorite book. It's on my bedside. On my worst days, I read it um, when I'm really struggling and having doubt in myself and what I do. So. Well, I'll definitely have to check that one out. A lifesaver for your business. So this could be, you know, a planner, it could be a platform, um, anything that, you know, you think really sort of changed the game for you. Um. Two things, Canva. Canva, if you are a small growing business and you don't have like the funds to, you know, hire a social media social media or graphic designer for like, you know, um, on a monthly basis, I definitely highly recommend Canva. There's so many great things that they're coming out with. A female-owned business as well, too. Um, she's what she's done is great. And uh they have like these templates. You just, I'm sure you've heard of it. You plug everything in, everything's ready to go for your stories, whatever it is you need. They even have folders and like a schedule planner now too. So um, that's been such a great tool for me. I've created mm-hmm. some stuff before and I had someone reach out saying like, oh my God, like what marketing company do you use? And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I do this on Canva, really? That's like a compliment because I'm like criticizing myself. Like, oh my God, this looks so embarrassing. And then some people are like, oh my God, that looks great. How'd you do it? And I'm like, okay, well, Canva. So, (laughs) um, but yeah, no, it definitely took some time with Canva to kind of um, really stay consistent like with the brand colors and everything, but they make that very easy. And uh, Shopify for sure. If anyone's in the product base or even, I'm not sure about service space, but product base for sure, I definitely recommend Shopify. Um, there's just so much like analytics that you could kind of read from there, where the customers come from, um, and then how you can, you know, constantly, uh, I guess, improve and adjust your site. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely great platforms. Mm -hmm. A non-negotiable you have is? Is have coffee count? (laughs) (laughs) Warning, and I'm like, I hope this podcast is going to go good because I haven't had my coffee on my water bottle here, but... um, (laughs) I'd have to say, okay, so I would definitely have to say, of course, coffee, the obvious, but so aside from coffee, uh, I'd have to say uh, daily exercise and vitamins is a must for me. I just started this, so I'm not a perfect person, um, 
I definitely feel like uh, when I had some, like, I guess, bad months, I noticed that, like, I wasn't even getting any exercise. I was eating some, you know, not so healthy stuff. And my brain just felt so foggy. I, like, lacked creativity and energy. And um, I just got back from, like, a hiking trip. And it's just been uh, definitely a game changer for me to get that daily exercise to you know go out and just have a break like a mental break from everything mm-hmm. and yeah taking some daily vitamins so yeah yeah definitely definitely so important mm-hmm. um and lastly the best advice that you've ever received just show up that's the best advice i've ever received i've talked to uh so many CEOs and you know people in like director positions and other business owners that have large factories and everything and I was like I remember when I was maybe even 20 something years old I I would always ask because I'm I'm, I just love asking questions so I was like so like how'd you get here like you know what would you recommend like young me would always just say that and everyone's like you just show up like you just show up it's not about who can provide like the best, like when it comes to pricing or whatever, it doesn't matter who provides like the best quote or, you know, best rate. It it matters who actually shows up for the customer um, and is always there for them because that person's the one that's going to get the job done. So um, just showing up. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I definitely think that's, that's great advice. And, you know, thank you so much for, for sharing that and all of your other great advice and your story throughout this. And I'm so excited to see all that's to come with your business. So thank you so much. And where can people go to find your business, find you online, all of that? Well, you can now find us. Um, of course, you can always buy products online at www.ecovana.ca. Um, but you can now find us on October 13th. I promise I'll be there. Um, at 3395 Howard Avenue in Windsor. Um, and if you're, if no one's familiar and if you are from Windsor, then it would be, do you know where edible arrangements used to be? I always use that landmark on Howard. Yeah. So just there. Um, and yeah, and then we always like post our pop-up schedule too on our stories on Instagram. So our Instagram tag is ecovana.ca. Um, and yeah, we're, we're at pop-ups most of the time during the holidays and uh online and at our shop so yeah we'll be there and i mean if anyone ever has any questions feel free to reach out i i am always answering any questions anyone has so amazing well thank you so much again andrea it was so great to speak with you about your business and i'm excited for everything that's to come thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure Thanks for listening to Made It Happen Podcast, the podcast highlighting female entrepreneurs. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, leave a review, and I'll see you next week.